Let this be recorded for a generation to come. So that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. This is Jeff Fink from Cross Lutheran School. And ah, Kiki, you're killing me. I'm still waiting for your homework. Ain't no practice runs in life. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. Kiki, it's your last day of high school, and you're still sweating Mr. Fink on homework assignment from seventh grade. Come uh, on. So that was kind of an inside joke. When I was there, I gave him a poster from the Sandlot that said, you're killing me, Smalls. And he thought well, it would be the funniest thing on earth to print out a little piece of paper that said <laughs> Kiki. So now he permanently has a poster that says, you're killing me, Kiki, in his room, well, and people always I would ask say, him. Yeah, I mean, if he's still waiting on homework five years later, I don't know. They might have to put a hold on your diploma from the Christian <laughs> Academy. But before we talk about I that too much, I don't even have that iPad anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's going to give you a pass on that. But before we go too much further, let me say that this is the ChristCast 2020 podcast. And uh, it is two generations with? One mission. That's absolutely right. You know, I was thinking about that and wanted to know uh, if, if Mr. Fink is going to give you a pass on that homework assignment from, you know, five years ago. So why don't we ask him, hey, Mr. Fink, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Hey, welcome back to the show. Mr. Fink, come on, Hi, five years and you're still sweating homework? This is ridiculous. This is outrageous. This is an outrage. It's social studies. She's being a being a slacker, you know. I'm telling you, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how you. Well, you probably heard me say it, Mr. Fink. I know you joined me in, in congratulating Annalisa here as she's finishing her last day of studies at the New Braunfels Christian Academy and is officially a high school graduate. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. And so the one question I had for you, Mr. Fink, because Kiki didn't know you were going to hop on, what is your advice for Kiki as she goes into the next big chapter of her life of college in Alabama? Kiki, I've got uh, Mr. Fink's free advice for you, and there happens to be five of them, all right? Oh, gosh. The first, <laughs> the first one comes from Mrs. Fink, who said, make sure that you phone, be like E.T. and phone home all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it. Just keep calling your mom. All right. I will. I know you know my okay. mom. She'll bug me to call her. Well, good, good. Uh, the second one goes right along with that. Would be family. Remember, your family's always there for you. Okay, no matter what. Yeah. You can always turn to them. Okay. Number three, have some fun, but don't have too much fun. <laughs> you are actually there to study, but. Have fun while you're there. It's going to be it's four years of a lot of fun. Four is friends. You are going to be making some lifelong friends when you're at college. Okay, and cherish that when you're there. Okay, and then number five is faith. Remember your faith that you will probably be exposed to and hear a lot of things that might go against what your faith is. Okay, and just remember that your faith is is. What you anchor everything on. So there's five things. Phone, family, fun, friends, and faith. How's that for you? That's 
That's going to be confusing because phone starts with a P, but everything else starts with a <laughs> Well, not in my world. It starts with an F. You've been working on spelling your whole life, and I'm throwing you a curveball. Sorry about that. I know. <laughs> well, listen, Mr. Fink, as you know, we're on our, our final two episodes after five years together, and I want to thank you and Nadine so much uh, for everything that you've done over the years, you're both big parts of my family's faith journey, and I know you're a, a personal favorite of Kiki here. And thank you, thank you so much for taking some time to call in today. I really appreciate it. Hey, it's no problem. I, uh, congratulations to uh, both of you for going five years. That's that's a big accomplishment. And, and Kiki, congratulations on getting through high school. I, you did well, and I know you're going to do well <laughs> in your next venture. Thank you. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Mr. Fink. Take care. Have a great day. Say, say hey to Nadine. And Mr. Fink, I know you know because of your daughter Sarah's birthday that you can back me up on this, that the smartest, most brilliant, creative, best-looking people are born on October 21st. Yep, there you go. Amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Fink. Take care. Thank you so much. Mr. Fink, everybody. Yeah. Great. Yes. Uh, Kiki, you knew I had a little surprise for you, at least one before we wrapped up this show. We, we do. We love Yes, we do love Mr. King. Hey, let's talk about the show today. It's actually called Two Generations, One Mission. We're going to look back just briefly on We're where we've been. Meta. Yes, absolutely right. Before we head into our final episode, which will be the book of Revelation. Well, as you know, Kiki, yesterday drove up to Waco. And I was fascinated by this thing I saw as I was driving through Austin. These graffiti artists actually do graffiti on the back of the road signs, which means they have to be above the traffic while the traffic is rushing underneath them. And they're doing, in some cases, very beautiful artistic graffiti. And I was thinking these folks want to kind of be public with whatever they're trying to say. I don't read graffiti. But I thought in some ways that's what our show has been like, sort of a a spiritual graffiti, because it's always been kind of messy, right? We've never had a perfect show. That's accurate to say, right? Oh, that's so true, especially when we were back at Karaz. You yeah. had a panic attack almost every other week just because of well, the Wi-Fi. Because of the Wi-Fi, and we were doing a live show. We're doing a live show right now. I totally forgot the intro that we'll have to record at the end of the show. And But I was thinking as I was driving, that I wish Christians were more public with their faith. And a couple weeks ago, Morgan Moya, someone that I famously remember because on a trip up to TCU for PSI state finals, she suggested to me, Mr. Dyesh, you should try the spicy chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. And it is still my go-to sandwich at Chick-fil-A. She had a post about young people and how they deal with disdain from people that maybe aren't involved in the church. And so we're going to bring her up now. Hey, Morgan, you there? Yeah, how are you guys? Hey, how are you? You, you remember Mr. Pink, don't you? Oh, fondly, yes. <laughs> yes, fondly. Do, do, do you owe him any homework like Kiki does here? Just curious. You know, you know I don't think so, but um, I, I don't know. He'd have to tell me. <laughs> All right, very well. You never well. know with that Mr. Fink. Yes, you never know. Listen, speaking of you're killing me, um, I, I find this to be something that troubles me too. You had a great post a couple weeks ago about young Christians and how they deal with disdain. First of all, kind of tell us 
what inspired you to post that and what your experiences have been when you see that happening? Um, yeah, so that post, um, it was just an article from the Gospel Coalition, and if you're not familiar with it, it's an amazing um, group of people who um, just talk about Christianity um, globally, but in America specifically, and kind of in a post-Christian uh, society. And so that post specifically was talking about our brothers and sisters in China um, who are accustomed to suffering and persecution um, in ways that in America we're not. And um, it kind of was posted as a reaction to this COVID um, circumstance where we're not able to gather in our church uh, homes as often. And um, yeah, so I, I wanted to post that because I, I've seen that in my own life. You know, we live in the Bible Belt, so as you are all aware, it's easy to kind of think into cultural Christianity and not. Um, really commit life beyond Sunday service to Christ. And some Christians um, who, who claim Christ will, will go to church on Sunday and Wednesday and then every other day just live freely. And so that post is really, I think, targeted to give us a, a good perspective of our brothers and sisters across the world. They live in a different culture, a different society, and um, they face persecution for their faith. And they stand up to it, you know, uh, in the name of Christ, which is amazing. So it was just, it was encouraging to read um, for yeah. me, and that's why I shared it on, on Facebook. It was very thought-provoking. And Kiki, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago on this show, you know, you've been in Christian school, in your, your last day of high school, you've been in Christian uh, school since your first day yeah. of school. And you mentioned, you know, you've seen with your own eyes and heard with your own ears just what Morgan was talking about. People, you, you referred to it as um, oh, all... It. Yes, all bark and no bite. And I, you know, I, I thought you spoke to that very thoughtfully, Kiki. That you've witnessed people—they talk a good game, but they simply don't live up to it with their actions, right? Oh, absolutely. I think I've, Christianity just has such a title to it that a lot of people are like, "Oh, they always interpret it in their own way, saying, oh, this is what works for me,' but it's still Christian, so it's fine." But that's not necessarily how it is. You have to live, you have to act, you have to talk, you have to speak, you have to do all of these things rather than just Sunday, Wednesday, that's it, you're fine. There's yeah. a lot more that goes into it, but the overall premise is simple to understand, but the action and the learning aspect of it is so much more complicated than people think it is. Morgan, like I said, I just, I, I'm very familiar with the Gospel Coalition. It is a great resource for people. And I, I, what I took from that was that people that are being persecuted in countries like China often do a better job of standing up for their faith than the people here in America and in Western countries where you're not faced with the same kind of legitimately physical incarceration and physical persecution. And so it was really interesting to see that. I've, I've always been very fond of the way that you share your faith publicly. It's like I said, it's been a, a, a great privilege getting to know you and your family over these many years. And I do think about you every single time I order a spicy chicken sandwich that I'm not joking about that. So thank you very kindly. Hey, if I'm associated with Chick-fil-A spicy chicken sandwich, I, I think I'm doing something right. So Absolutely. that's a good title to have. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes. Hey, Morgan, many, many blessings on you and yours, and we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much.
All right, no problem. Bye, guys. Hey, you know, Kiki, when I was on the road, uh, something what you were just saying, I was driving up to Waco, and then I saw a bumper sticker that said, sin now, pray later. And I thought, nope, that's not the right thing either. And I was getting kind of bummed out of, like, where are all the Christians, uh, you know, proclaiming their faith publicly. And then as I broke out of Austin and got into the Georgetown area, I took a picture of it. It's on the, it'll be on the episode description of a white van with some ladders on top. And it had written in Spanish. And as you know, I don't speak Spanish. It said, Jesus viva me ya, halas paz con Dios. Well, I was, I was fortunate enough to get a picture of it, and I sent it to our good friend, Angela Paloma. Remember we had Angela Paloma on, that wonderful yeah. show, most listened to show? She speaks fluent Spanish. And it said, Jesus is coming. Be at peace with him. And the reason I'm having to edit this in now is I cannot tell you how many times Blog Talk Radio glitches out on the name Jesus when I say it on the air. So it was so nice to to see that because I was, I, you know, I, I fret about that sometimes that we don't we aren't public enough with our faith, and I think that's something that you and I can look back on and be proud of. That whether it's digital or spiritual graffiti, we've done it for five years. And so one last time, we want to let everybody know that the number one question that we've been asked over the five years is what, Kiki? How all of this came to be, and how are we still together now? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. How it's you, just kind of how this you, mess. Yeah, how have you tolerated this? Well, I've gotten really good at explaining this over the years with an assist from Kiki. I was doing a very small podcast called The Crosscast for Crosscast uh, for Cross Lutheran. Yes, it is Church confusing. <laughs> It is. It is confusing. In fact, I used to give you a dollar whenever I called the Christcast the Crosscast, but that's a whole other story. Well, we were doing little shows, just, you know, teacher profiles, pancake cups were coming up, and then they had this big student council election with, with six very well-known cross-Lutheran students, and I thought that would be a great show. And so I reached out to the person who was in charge of all of it, and that would be, you remember Miss Patch, right? We love Miss Patch. Yeah. Yes, we love Miss Patch. And so... So she had everybody on the phone, and when Kiki got on to do her part, I just remember looking at the studio feed, and the line on the equalizer just shot up to the, the, the red line. And I thought, you know what? I, I was like, man, if she wins the presidency, I hope she'll consider doing the podcast. Well, and the things the weird things with that election, things didn't go your way, but I still reached out mm, to your mom that's and said, a whole hey. different story. Yes. <laughs> We're still waiting on the special counsel to investigate that. But anyway, uh, at the end of all of this, Doesn't you matter. did end up, yeah, it, well, but you did go on to be the president of the student body at the Christian Academy, just as I said you would. In high and school. So, so in high school. So we started doing this cross cast. Uh, together. And I had no idea. I planned to end it in December of that year, but we were having so much fun. We decided to do it for the balance of the year. We interviewed the Chick-fil-A president, CEO, Dan Cathy Jr. And as I've told you, Kiki, and I tell everybody, to me, that Chick-fil-A show was the show where we became us. That's where we, I think we really just started catapulting into something different. And when you graduated Cross Lutheran, I'm, I'll be honest, I was kind of bummed out. And then I reached out to your mom again and said, hey, do you think Kiki would consider doing this again under a different name, the Christcast 2020 
podcast. And that's how all of this came to be. And 150 shows later, 32,000 downloads later, here we are, Kiki. It's pretty cool, right? We're still chaotic as ever. Still chaotic as ever. But the person that I really, I, when I think back on it, that was responsible for all of it was Miss Kathleen Pack. Here yeah. she is. Hey, Kathleen, how wow. are you? Hi, guys. How are y'all doing? It's so nice to hear your voice, Miss Patch. <laughs> it's been fun to listen here for a little while as well. That's yes, good. well, we've, we've, we've managed to make the Bible fun in the five years that we've done this show. And as, as you were known lovingly in the, in the Dias family as K-Patch, I was thinking about how all this started. And I went back and listened to that student council show. And I remember calling you that day. And I remember you passing the phone around to all the students. All of those students are now graduating from high school. And this is Kiki's last day of high school. And so the one question we had for you is if you could get – all the high school graduates in America in a room or all of your high school graduates that you've taught over the year as they go out into that real world where they do hear, you heard Mr. Fink talk about it, they hear things sometimes that are counter to their faith. What would your advice be to Kiki and all of them? Uh, the, the biggest one is, you know, read your Bible every day. Get into the Word every single day uh, in whatever way you can, if that's on your phone if that's actually with your physical Bible, if that's something that you listen to as a podcast or you listen to a, a radio preacher or something, just get into the Word every day and really seek out what God is saying to you. What is He speaking to your heart? What is He helping you to learn? And that will continue to sustain you uh, even through the really tough times. I've got to tell you, Kathleen, it, when I look back on the faith journey that for me really started with Cross Lutheran, that's when I dived into the history of the Bible. I bought an archaeological Bible that I just read in between every commercial, every chance I get without going into a lot of detail. I have to tell you, uh, Kathleen, you were our first guest that we ever interviewed on the show together, Kiki and myself, five years okay. ago. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I do remember that I asked a question out of order. I asked one of the questions out of order, and I thought we would wait till the end of the show to point that out, but what was so funny is Kiki pointed it out while we were on the air, and that's when I said, you know what, I'm going to have a lot of fun doing this show with Kiki. And she doesn't cut me, early. called me out no on the first slack, show, grade. no slack at all. I mean, it was like, holy cow, this young lady just dropped dime on me on live radio. I love that. I think that is great. And then finally, I have to tell you that you – yourself taught me the greatest example of grace that I've ever experienced in the church, mm -hmm. and I'll never forget it. And I want to thank you so much for it. It's a, it's a pleasure, and it's a pleasure to be in ministry and to continue to serve. You know, my, my journey has changed. Uh, as uh, Most people's journeys change, your paths change, your... Your calling uh, continues to be the same, but where God takes you for that changes. And it's been my pleasure to be a teacher, but also to serve in ministry and just to try to be the best person that I can be, but also how do we show Jesus to others? So I appreciate that comment, Jason, very, very much. And I'm glad that uh, I was able to 
actually be living out this faith that we talked about in that particular moment, and it, it impacted you. So thank you. Well, you were the first guest we had on the air. We don't have a guest next week, so you're the last guest that we're ever going to have oh. on in the history okay. of the ChristCast 2020 it's podcast. appropriate. It is appropriate, yes. So we want yes. to tell you much love yes. to the Patch family out in in a, in a River Chase, as I said, a couple of weeks on this show. Yeah, that's I, I figured, right, yep. I figured out why they call it that. I, I figured out why they called it that because years and years ago when I wanted to build a pyramid-style house out in River Chase, they chased me out of there. They wouldn't let me yeah, do it. And so said no. he said, no way. That's they not happening. No way. No, no, doesn't fit the covenant for sure. But hey. if I can just say really quickly, you know, many congratulations to this class of 2020. I have very fond memories of being their eighth grade teacher and I'm just so proud of them. Oh. Thank you, Miss Patch. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll talk to you All soon, right. Kathleen. We love you. All right. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Bye. And not only that, Kiki, she also recorded one of my favorite bumps and so after the break, we're gonna talk about our journey through the Bible, and we're going to do it all right after this. There's got to be more than going back and forth. This is our work. This, our students are our work. That's our product. That's what we have to show for what we do, and this is the way that we present them to their families and to God and to the church community. All right, let's talk about the journey that we've been on through the Bible. First of all, whatever your favorite subject is in the world, the Bible has it all. It has history for Mr. Fink. It's got biographies for people that like that. It's got prophecies, and it's got parables. It also has... It has letters. It has songs, even for some of those singers out there. And even, like, just logical advice from the book of Proverbs because Proverbs you can read through through like 10 different times and you'll learn something new every single time you read through that book. No, it's absolutely true. I remember our show on the book of Proverbs. Your dad was there, and Pastor Tim Duff had sent us his favorite proverb, and you followed up with what is my favorite do-it-yourself proverb, as Keith put it. Don't do dumb stuff. Don't do yeah. dumb stuff. That is a I, great I proverb. <laughs> that was from September 6, 2018. But back in January of 2018, I thought I had accurately counted out the number of shows we had left. And I, and I asked Kiki, I said, what if we just started going book by book from Genesis to Revelation, talk about who wrote the book, when the book was written, and the way that we apply it to our life today. And this journey from the Bible, before I ask you, I'll tell you, Kiki, the thing that I learned from doing the show is that I wish I had done that exercise sooner. You know, Dr. Craver had that great example two weeks ago when he said, you can't come into the of the movie and understand what's going on. You can't forsake the Old Testament and understand the New Testament. And so for me, the biggest lesson 
in doing all of this is that, you know, I wish I had done that exercise going from Genesis to Revelation sooner. The uh, current state of the church, when we started doing the show in 2015, I was very, uh, the, the vicar at Cross Lutheran at the time described it as post-Christendom. I said at a Bible study, I felt like for the first time in my life that Christianity was losing, and I didn't know what to do to turn that around. And doing this show has really helped teach me that it's really not about what other people think. It's what you put into this Christian faith that you get out of it. And of course, I wanted to ask you, what have you learned the most by going through this chronological journey through the Bible? Uh, there's been a lot. Um, that's a hard question, definitely. I think just kind of having overall knowledge of the Bible of, like, certain parts I never really got into. Kind of like those smaller books at the end of the Old Testament, like Micah, I forgot. Zechariah, Zephaniah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because all of those books, a lot of people just kind of skim over saying, oh, there's not a lot of important stuff in there. But if you get into them, they have, like, those little gold nuggets of great advice and information that kind of everyone should learn, but the books are so small and people believe, oh, that's not when God was directly involved in their life anyway, so why should I read it? So yeah. it's just kind of learning about every book in the Bible has important stuff in it, no matter how thick or small it is. It has yeah gold nuggets where God wants it to be. The, some of those minor prophets that you're talking about that we got into at the end of the Old Testament, I'm, I'll be the first to admit, Kiki, I found books in the Bible I did not know were in there. And Zephaniah became one of my absolute favorite books of the Bible, and yet I had no memory that it was even in there. And you mentioned the word knowledge. You know, that's come up over and over again in the New Testament. All of these epistles, you know, First and Second Peter, the epistle John, the Apostle Paul is saying you have to have knowledge to beat back all of these false teachings that are going on in the first century. And so this this exercise, this journey with you over these five years really has given me knowledge that I never knew before. You don't acquire it by sitting through a sermon every Sunday. And like Miss Patch said, it is something that I make a point to do every single day. I start with just reading something. You, you gave me this advice, by the way. You said just read the Bible and just read the first thing that you see. But it's always, there's always something there that is relevant to what's going on that day. The more I think about that, that's, I think, the only way I really read my Bible at this point. I just kind of, like, like flip open my Bible, kind of hope for the best, and just kind of start reading a passage that I see. And somehow it always applies to what I'm needing and feeling yeah. at that time. One of the other things that you said on this show, I've got a couple of favorite lines that you've had on this show, but this is probably my all-time favor. I mentioned one time, just sort of off the cuff, that somebody might come across my MacBook Pro years from now and find all of these MP3 files that start with the book of, you know, fill in the blank. And you said, greetings from the past. And I thought that is such a great way to put it. And so if you're listening to this show many years from now, this is my testimony. I believe all of it is true. I have, I have had questions, as everybody else has, about the Bible. 
as we wrap up this exercise, Kiki, I've got to tell you, sometimes I feel like I have more questions than answers having gone through it. But if you're listening to this sometime in the future, between the years of 2015 and 2020, I went on a journey with Kiki Culpepper through the Bible, and in doing so, found a, I found even more faith in the inspired word of God in between the pages of Genesis and Revelation. And Kiki, I think you probably feel the same way. Definitely, because even though no matter, this kind of shows with the two generations, no matter how old or young you may be, you can always read the Bible on your own time. You could always throw yourself into the word and get super into it. And you're always going to have more questions and that means your faith is healthy. It's growing. If you don't have questions about your faith, you're not growing it. You're not wanting to get deeper roots. But if you're questioning it all the time and always searching for answers, you're always learning more stuff. And you're always throwing yourself more into God's arms, which he wants you to be doing. That's why he gives you the questions to be asked so he can answer them. That is absolutely right. And whether you're hearing that in 2020 or 3030, it is true then as it is now. And so on behalf of Kiki and myself, hello from the past, if you're hearing this sometime in the future. And something else that is true, this comes from the book of Thessalonians. And I think it just wraps up everything about the journey and our experience with other people in the church. And that is make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Kiki, and then there was one episode There was one. Then there was one. Well, and the Roman government had had enough of the Apostle John. He would just not stop talking. He would just rant and rant and rant. He would just keep talking about the gospel, and that was not something they were appreciating. Uh, They weren't cool with that, so they tried to kill him. Legend says they put in boiling oil, and he survived. Big time epic fail. That's kind of like the throwing the three boys in the furnace. That's right. Them not burning alive. That's right. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. (laughs) Yes. I remember the VeggieTales version. That's what I remember. With the chocolate bunny. (laughs) They decided to send the Apostle John to a special island for prisoners and troublemakers just because of the gospel. Just like Bethlehem and Nazareth, there was nothing special about that island. Yeah. Most people in the first century, in fact, had never heard of it. But that's where God reveals the final chapter of the greatest story ever told. And that's where we're going to end our show, and we're going to do it next week. My name is Jason Dodds. Her name is? Kiki Culpepper. And to God be the glory. No practice runs in life. This is not a test.